Hello, my name is David Shire, and this is How It's Going So Far, the number one pop culture podcast for your listening ears. Uh, don't look that up, by the way. Uh, <laughs> whenever I make a statement like that, always never look that up. Uh, it's been a while since I've been in the recording booth uh, recording my uh, recording this podcast. Uh, I recorded a pre-batch of three episodes, which you've listened to over the course of a couple months. So it's been, it's been a while since I've actually sat down and recorded the podcast. And in that time, the world kind of went to hell. And so <laughs> I just wanted to hop back on here. Um, it's been very tough just like mentally for me to kind of get back on this podcast. I've been thinking a lot about my role in the world, like creating content and whether or not it was even worth creating content uh, while like such major things going on in the world uh, since I've left uh, the Ukraine and Russia invasion has started. And obviously I've been thinking about the people of Ukraine and how like how we could help people escaping Russia, escaping those horrible things, and figuring out a way to talk about that on the podcast without making the podcast specifically about that. Because this podcast is really kind of a form of escapism, uh, which is a subject that we'll kind of be talking about today. And so, um, and it's it's trying to bring light into the world. You know, like if you're feeling sad, you're feeling upset, hopefully this podcast can be like a nice warm blanket for you that you can cover yourself in. But I don't think that excludes us from... Uh, from shying away from the issues going on in the world, especially when they are this major. So for this episode uh, specifically, I'm going to be posting some links to some uh, some ways that you can help out refugee camps, uh, some ways that you can donate money to charities that are helping out in that conflict. Uh, just uh, giving a little heads up on that. And uh, there's no real way to transition out of this uh, subject uh, super easily, but I hope I hope and pray that uh, each that anybody that listens to this is at least a little bit. Um, interested in donating to that cause and helping out the people of Ukraine because it is a major issue and it's something that I wanted to bring up on this podcast. But um, as for my personal life, how that's been going so far is uh, it's been going good. You know, I've been going out more. I've been hanging out with friends more, trying to kind of distract myself from everything. Recently saw the Batman movie. Uh, it was really good. Uh, maybe I'll do an episode on that. I don't know. Like I didn't even think about doing an episode on that. But uh, actually, last night I watched uh, Batman Begins and also... Um, and it was really interesting after I watched the Batman and then going back and watching Batman Begins. I think I actually prefer the Batman for reasons that I might talk about in a future podcast. I think that what the Batman did a little bit better than Batman Begins is that I didn't realize how like little screen time like Batman fully suited up in Batman Begins has like I didn't, I didn't really think about that as much. And watching uh, the Batman, you see Batman do a lot more. Uh, in that character, which I thought was really interesting and really cool to see, um, especially in like a, a, such a strong first outing. So uh, other than that, there's a lot of other things that was really cool about that movie. I won't get too into it, but uh, in this podcast yet, but we'll, we'll maybe talk about that a little bit in the future uh, on a future episode. Uh, recently, I started also doing some rock climbing. I figured that, hey, you know, I seem to like torturing myself. I signed up for that half marathon that I'm still doing in May. And so uh, if you're in, if you're going to do that half marathon and you do listen to the podcast, I don't think this is going to actually happen. Uh, it's in uh, San Juan in Seattle. Uh, so if you're there and you uh, recognize my voice somehow, then go ahead and stop and say hello. But I don't think anyone, <laughs> I think I, I looked at my podcast stats, it was like 200 people. So uh, if you're one of the two, like if there's like a statistical probability that you're one of the 200 people in Washington who is also racing in this very specific race and you see me and you, you're like, hey, your voice sounds familiar. Are you that, are you that guy, David Shire? And then I say, yes, I am actually. It's like, like, I listen to your podcast and I'll be like, well, really? 
that's great because you don't seem to. Do, I don't see you in my Patreon or something, and I guilt you, and it becomes this whole weird thing. Uh, it just becomes this awkward moment between the two of us. I'll do that to you. I will if you come and talk to me, and y- it'll be a story that you can tell people for the rest of your life. Like, wow, don't meet your heroes, kids, and then we can all learn that lesson. Um, anyway, sorry, that was total stream of consciousness uh, side tangent. But you know, you're kind of if you're if you're this deep into this podcast specifically, and you know my personality enough. You know that that's what I do. I just go on these random tangents of like these horrifying stories that I can create in my mind. So anyway, let's go ahead. So what have I been doing for the last couple of months as forms of escapism? What have I been watching? What have I been doing? Uh, I've been doing a lot of rock climbings. Uh, That's how I started this whole conversation. Uh, The rock climbing has been really good. I've been going out with my uh, with a good friend of mine, Chad. Um, He's like an an ex. uh, He's not an ex marine. He's a marine reserve and he. He's very good at rock climbing and uh, he's a little bit smaller than me. And but he also did a lot of pull ups back when he was like really uh, when he first started out in boot camp. And so he already kind of has that um, that pull strength that you need. And he's just very good. And I'm not very good at rock climbing. I'm getting a lot better. Um, I go to this place. It's called Half Moon Boulder in Seattle. And uh, they do like this um, instead, like typically in rock climbing, you do like these different V versions. So like uh, V zero is like the lowest that you can do. And it's preferably my favorite. And then it goes up from like V one to like, you know, I think the highest I saw was like V nine at the place that I'm going to. It might go higher. I don't know. Uh, But the way that Half Moon does it is that they don't really uh, show which V's they are. They instead do like this moon system. So like a uh, one moon could represent like one to three uh, V's of like uh, of incline. I don't know what V stands for. One of these days I'll figure out uh, maybe on the next podcast or maybe in between podcasts. If I ever decide to uh, do a back to back recording of these, uh, I'll take a quick look and gander on it and uh, see what's going on with that. But uh, for now, yeah, I've been doing a lot of one moons, been doing a lot of one and a half moons. Uh, I've done a couple of twos. So that's I think my goal for the next three months is to eventually be able to do a three. Um, and, I've, you know, like like everything in my life, I just went full tilt in it. Uh, I ended up I ended up uh, signing up for the gym membership. It was like 75 bucks a month. Uh, ended up buying like these $90 uh, climbing shoes so I didn't have to do a rental and ended up buying a chalk bag from the same place. And I'm just like, you know, I'm fully jumping into it, you know. As things get more and more stressful around here, I think it's good to have activities like that. Also, it's cold in Seattle, and so training for running uh, isn't always good. I'm getting a little bit athlete's foot, too, so I'm going to like look at... <laughs> this is way too much information, but I got athlete's foot right now, too, and I'm doing a little bit of... Uh, getting a little bit of uh, biotic work. Uh, biotic work. Um, getting a little bit of medicine to help out with my feet and help out with that system. So I'm going to try to heal that. But I think climbing is a good alternative. Uh, Apparently, you're supposed to keep your feet as dry as possible uh, when running and uh, being I don't know what it is, but I've always had like really sweaty feet and I and like really sweaty hands. My hands are like currently drenched in sweat right now. Uh, If I told someone I had a flu and they like felt my hands, they'd be like, ah, yeah, clammy hands. That's a system. But no, my hands are just clammy and I don't know what to do about it. (laughs) But Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Other things I have been watching recently. I watched I watched Never Have I Ever. And uh, if you have not seen Never Have I Ever, uh, it is a great show. Uh, It's about this girl. Her name is Debbie. And what makes the show so good is it. Um, I've started to realize this about myself and about like the kind of characters that I uh, that I tend to relate with the most. But I really like deeply troubled and deeply 
sad people who are just kind of trying their best. And so with Devi, what I really like about her specifically is that while she is the main character, she is also a character with a lot of deep and troubling flaws about her. And as she kind of goes through her uh, her journey in this show, she ends up kind of showing those flaws and ends up working on those flaws. Uh, she's like very much so a hothead. So the basic premise of the show, I guess, is that Devi is a Indian girl who uh, lives in like a tr- very traditional uh, Indian home, but she's second generation. So in a lot of ways, I can relate to that because uh, growing up, uh, I am half Filipino, half white. And so I kind of grew up, even though I grew up with a little bit of the Filipino-ness, um, it, it really feels like I'm second generation. My dad never learned Tagalog. He ended up going to a private school uh, back in the Philippines. And apparently all of his like friends from those times are like doctors and stuff like that. And my dad, you know, he ends up selling insurance and stuff like that, which is, I guess, is the same thing as a doctor, but who's <laughs> really counting. But anyway, so he... So I kind of I get the sense of like, even though I have like this cultural background, um, it still feels like I'm just kind of like a regular American kid. And I can kind of relate to Debbie on that end. Uh, But it does explore kind of her relationship with uh, her culture, explores themes with her relationship with uh, the Buddhist religion, which I find really interesting, at least in the first season quite a bit. But it also explores like this uh, stereotypical high school drama. You know, Debbie is kind of choosing between uh, throughout the entire show, choosing between a boy named Paxton Lynch, who's like this super mega hot uh, goddess of a man. And uh, also choosing between Ben, who Ben is maybe not the nicest person when you meet at first. He's he's kind of like this set up as a rival to Debbie. Uh, But as the course of the season goes, it kind of becomes clear that maybe Ben is a lot more interesting than you might think. And so, And so uh, it becomes like this whole love triangle thing. Now, the show can kind of fall into those traps of being kind of the stereotypical teen drama. But what I think what the show does really well is it does it has a really great ensemble. And I think with a sitcom or with a any comedy show, I think the ensemble is really important. Uh, The people I ended up really loving the most uh, were Debbie's friends. Uh, I forget what their names are at the moment. But uh, her one friend goes through this arc of uh, discovering herself, discovering that she is gay and how she kind of is able to still deal with that in kind of a more modern sense. Like her parents are very accepting of her, but then she ends up learning. uh, But she has to kind of in the first season, she kind of deals with that. And it's stuff we've seen before in other uh, film and media. But what I really liked about it is that the second season kind of explored that even deeper, where she ends up starting to kind of want to uh, to impress her girlfriend and she ends up changing for her and like focusing more on um, things that aren't as interesting to her, but uh, are more interesting to her girlfriend. She's still trying to figure out who she is as a person as well. Like she wants to she's more of a computer science nerd. Her girlfriend's more of like the uh, rebel um, LGBTQ uh, group. And uh, she's more involved into uh, those those types of uh, activities, whereas uh, whereas uh, uh, she is not as uh, comfortable in those settings quite yet because she, it's all new to her. And I thought that that was a really interesting and smart way to deal uh, with that uh, situation. And so let me look up. Uh, her other friend, Eleanor, also, um, I, I just remembered her name. Uh uh, is also a very interesting character as well. I thought that her arc of kind of learning to um, of being of having like a problems with her mother and her mother being an actress, I thought was really interesting. I thought her troubling relationship with her boyfriend in season two was a really interesting exploration. And I felt that 
uh, as season one went along that you get to kind of get the base, uh, the base reel of all these characters and really deep dive into Devi. But as season two was continuing on, you got a real deep dive into the ensemble cast, which I thought was really smart and really interesting. And so it's definitely a recommend for me. I would uh, highly recommend uh, watching um, Never Have I Ever. It's one of my favorite shows and it's a really good comfort show. Um, as for uh, another show I've watched, uh, one that's maybe not so comfortable, but it was a show that I deeply loved and also features kind of a problematic uh, character as well, is uh, Peacemaker, uh, which is, it has the maybe single greatest opening of a TV show I've ever seen. It, as I was watching each and every episode, uh, anytime the intro would come on, introducing all the characters, I would never skip. And uh, it, it, it is something, watching John Cena uh, perform, perform as like this horrible, horrible man uh, on television that really gets me. Uh, I remember growing up uh, kind of idolizing uh, John Cena because when you're a kid and you start getting into wrestling, first name you hear is John Cena and you just think he's like the coolest person in the world, right? And uh, seeing him like cuss and swear and uh, do horrible, like, <laughs> like just obliterate people's faces with guns uh was just so fun and interesting for me because like you know like you get tired of the shtick after a while when you grow out of it so that was a really fun aspect i thought that his um his whole relationship with his best friend and partner in vigilante was really interesting um what the show really is about is it's about john cena's character peacemaker and it's about him kind of trying to figure out his relationship with the world and trying to become a better person. Uh, he thinks that he is this like greater superhero, but he unfortunately is kind of this psychotic murderer. And and it really the show does a really good job of exploring uh, the mental like the mental side of being a superhero and how like damaging that can be. Uh, it also doesn't help the fact that Peacemaker's dad is literally a neo-Nazi. And it is um, it is a very strained and horrible relationship that he has to go through and deal with. And and I guess that's what I really love about the show is that the show um, is not always like it doesn't always bat a thousand. It's not always like as funny as you want it to be. Sometimes the humor can uh, border on edgy. But I do love it when a show takes a risk. And what James Gunn, I think, is better at doing than maybe any other director in um or creator is that he really likes taking a look at these outsider type characters like Peacemaker, like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, each one of those uh, characters has such like a sad backstory. Um, and he does a really good job of uh, creating this sense of a found family with those characters. And I thought that Peacemaker's relationships in the show were super strong. Uh, his relationship with uh with a lot of the main characters was really interesting uh we talked on vigilante that's kind of like his sidekick character uh was really fun uh vigilante is just such a funny character where he's just like this cute like adorable sociopath who like would totally like murder you in your sleep but with like a smile and it's just like super weird and interesting relationship and they're so toxic with with one another uh but his relationship with his uh with his team with his black ops team was really interesting as well each one of them had an individual individual relationship with Peacemaker and they had individual relationships with each other, which I thought was really smart and really good. And so also would recommend watching Peacemaker. And uh, finally, as far as like comfort food and like, let's say Peacemaker is way too hardcore for you. You like the idea of watching Never Have I Ever, uh, but you're like one of the, but you really want to do something that's really nice and comforting and like a warm blanket. Uh, recently, I started watching, rewatching New Girl. Now, um, 
I forgot how good the show is. So New Girl, I mean, like, if you don't know, it's it's about a girl named Jess who ends up moving in with uh, three male roommates. And it's kind of like a reverse threes company in a way. Like, they're not lying to the landlord and like, you know, <laughs> like with like a horrible lie or anything like that. But uh but it's really good. I think that what works about the show is the chemistry. Like rewatching, like I think I've finished half of season one. I still got to do the uh, the back half of it. But watching like the chemistry between the leads, seeing how the show kind of sets up certain relationships, even in the first season, has been really fun to rewatch. Um, I will say that comedy does age. Uh, there's somebody quoted it, and I don't know who said it first, but uh, comedy. They say that comedy as a genre is the the thing that ages the quickest, and uh, certainly New Girl has a couple of instances like this. Uh, I can I was watching an episode and they were making like Bill Cosby jokes and treating it like a cute thing, um, and it took me a second. It took me a minute to realize like oh they're saying like oh like they're like impersonating Bill Cosby and like saying these things, but like. And they're trying to treat it as like this light joke, like, oh, Nick's impersonating Bill Cosby. How funny is that? But then uh, in thinking about like the actual Bill Cosby and what we've learned about him, I realized that, oh, this is way this takes on a way different tone now, and even a couple of years after uh, after this was filmed. Um, so you might run into things like that every once in a while. But overall, the show is very holistic, which I really like. Uh, I find I think I found since I watched uh, that show Dash and Lily in December that I've been looking for like these holistic shows that I can just sit down, watch, not really not really pay attention to and just kind of turn my brain off and just have like a little good time uh, by myself. And it's been it's been really good. I really like a lot of the um, like, you know, because like in New Girl, not a lot happens between episodes, you know, like like. In one episode, they might learn, like, a quick lesson about, like, Thanksgiving or something like that. And it, it doesn't feel like there's, like, this overarching plot uh, all the time, but it feels it feels nice. It feels like you're hanging out with your group of friends. And I don't think that anybody should judge you for wanting to have that feeling, right? And so, not saying that anybody is judging you, by the way. That'd be kind of a weird thing. Like, you know, can you imagine, like, a, like a judge that, like, judges, like, is only judging your feelings? Like, you go to court... And you're like, I'm feeling sad. And then like the judge is like, well, why are you feeling sad? And he's like, I don't know, my puppy died. And you're like, well, that makes sense. And then he like hits a gavel and he's like, I recommend getting you a new puppy provided by the court and state. And then like a new puppy shows up and it's handed to you. And you're like, thanks, Judge Feeling. And then like there's a cut to cut the TV show theme of like Judge Feeling and doing his thing. Anyway, sorry. That was another <laughs> random tangent there. But uh, again, I, I love this show. Uh, I think that um, that Jess also, I think, has, is is an icon. <laughs> is like a very iconic character. And you'll know this if you've ever been on a dating app ever, where every girl seems to compare themselves to Jess as like, as like oh yeah, I'm just so wacky and like so... Um, I'm so funny, you know, like I'm like Jess, like that's what everybody of your girl says. But Jess is like this really unique personality. Um, I I think the person that I can think of in my life that is most like Jess is actually my former roommate, Corey. And the sense that he would often, 
often would just start singing songs uh, whenever we whenever we were doing anything. And he was like a good Christian boy, so he'd sing Christian songs, and I'd get sick of hearing Christian music from him all the time. But he was a good boy. Uh, he he paid his rent on time, which is the best quality to have in a roommate. Like you can be dirty, filthy, and disgusting. You could spit on me for all I care. But as long as you pay rent on time, you're okay, okay by me. <laughs> you're a five out of five tenant in my book, and that's all that matters. And there's a lot of five and five out of five tenants in New Girl. Uh, I really love uh, Nick's relationship with Jess. I think that the way that they've set this up, um, even in the early episodes, you see a lot of sparks and flares. And maybe it's just because the actors had just such good chemistry. Uh, I remember reading an interview where one of the creators uh, said that Zoe Deschanel and Jake Do- Johnson had to stay uh, separate in most of their scenes because their chemistry was just so strong that they were just like, no, we can't have this relationship develop just yet. We have to like wait on it, you know? Uh, I also I also do like Schmidt, even though some of his stuff is problematic a little bit now. But I just like there is there's like a there the way that he does it, the way that that uh, actor performs Schmidt. There's just like such this adorable puppy quality to him that I can't quite explain where it like you can't you even though he's saying awful things sometimes they're just so cute. And also like, how can you forget Oh my gosh, where am I driving? I can't believe it. I lost my driving moccasins, you know, <laughs> like just such, such great line delivery from him. And I, I love him. I love that character. I think it's very fun. Uh, also, rewatching it with Winston. I was never the biggest Winston fan. Uh, what re, uh, and in the rewatch of New Girl, I see that Winston does provide a lot of comedic laughs. I think that actor does perform very well. Um, and I'm thinking about... As I'm doing my rewatch, sometimes what I like to do is I like to listen to other uh, podcasts about it. Uh, I know that in Spotify, they have a podcast where they have Zoe Deschanel, uh, the actor who plays Winston, and the actress who plays Cece are doing a podcast rewatching the episodes. Uh, I'm definitely going to be starting to listen to it, and I would recommend that other people start listening to it, because why not? Uh, I think New Girl's a great show, and uh, maybe there's a dip somewhere. I don't know. Like, I never I never actually finished it, uh, just so you know. Uh, I, I was looking at my Netflix account, and apparently I only finished season four, and I never finished the rest of the show. So I am excited to get to that point and then figure out my thoughts on, like, the entire series as a whole. But for right now, it's been nice going back and rewatching some of the uh, the classic episodes of New Girl. And anyway, that's it. That's what I've been watching. Um, That's all I have in my notes. And I just want to say that, you know, escapism is a funny thing, you know? Like, I think that everybody kind of needs time to de-stress and to be comfortable. I know with my job, uh, I work as like a freelance web developer. And even though I don't like work outside and do like the whole like nine yards, like mining coal or whatever, uh, my job does get stressful. And it is nice just to come home, sit down and watch a group of people that I don't know uh, act and just like, you know, be comforting towards one another, you know, uh, at times, or, you know, in the case of John Cena, like brutally murder people and create this like fun little environment for me (laughs) to kind of escape into as well. Uh, these would be the shows that I kind of recommend. Um, as we're moving forward with the podcast, I'm thinking about doing more of a, um, I still want to try to get a weekly format out, I'm trying to figure out how to do it because I don't like working on the weekends, I've I've discovered uh, through this process of doing the podcast. Uh, I want to be able to be more productive and want to be able to just buckle down and just do a bunch of podcasts in a row. 
But I find that I am too lazy to do that on the weekends because I get too stressed out with work. I mean, this last week of work was so bad, guys. Like, But I won't go into it because, like, I want to be, like, safe with my clients. But it was so terrible. And, like, I was even, like, debating whether or not I'd get an episode recorded this week. But uh, so... I think what I'm going to do uh, starting from now is I'm going to start trying to release the episodes on a weekday while I'm at work. That way I can edit the podcast at work when I do have some downtime. That way it kind of coincides with what my work time. And and uh, then it gives me opportunities in the evening to you know watch and do other things that I am interested in doing. Um, if you want to support the podcast, uh, honestly, we have a Patreon, but I don't expect anybody to actually give to that. I promote it every week on the podcast or every time I, this podcast come out. I say every week. Eventually, it's going to be every week, but, you know, hopefully it will be every week. But I bring it up every every time on the podcast. Uh, if you want to give it to the Patreon, uh, you can. Uh, I'm not super great at updating and keeping that updated. I recently joined a Patreon. Uh, for this other podcast uh, group and they do a super awesome job uh, granted they have like employees and stuff and they're like you know doing things uh, if you really want to help support the podcast I would recommend following me at David Shire and just say hey David I'm listening to your podcast uh, please make more of this or like uh, give me ideas or suggestions or shows to watch uh, things that you want me to talk about on on the podcast because I love I love the idea of kind of creating a community around this podcast. Uh, maybe one day we'll open a Discord server and we'll have chats there. Uh, I was, I'm going to say that tentatively because I've heard like good and really horrible experiences with that because then I have to hire admins and it becomes a whole thing. But overall, I, I feel like I want more interaction with my um, with my fans or like if you're a fan, uh, <laughs> whoever's listening out there, just give me ideas and suggestions. I'm going to be a little bit more active, uh, especially on Twitter um, as like uh, as new things kind of pop up. Um, as far as uh, as again, the schedule of this podcast, I'm going to try to release on Tuesdays and uh, I'm just going to try to work on myself more because in life, I don't think you can ever stop working on yourself because things are never Never fully stable. Like uh, that's that's what I've learned these last two years. I don't know about you, but what we what we have to do as people is we just have to try our best to plant our feet in the ground and try our best to move with the waves that life brings us. I don't know where this metaphor went, but uh, anyway, again, my name is David Shire, and that's how it's going so far. <laughs>